0: highlighting all the local and national stories which impact you. Isn't it amazing that the issues we had in the 60s with people killing us, now we're killing us, and we're not saying anything about it. Had white people come through Milwaukee and started killing black people, the world would have stopped on its axis because so many people would have shown up to defend the neighborhood. But yet crime is literally out of control, and we're talking about it? It's an issue? What is your plan? What's the secret?
1: Bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics.
0: Milwaukee, like many other major cities in the United States, has some issues that we have to work on, and that's no secret. And I've been talking about those issues over the course of my campaign for mayor. You're joking, right? Talking about it? Where's the plan? We keep talking about plans and talking about strategies. Where is the plan? What are we doing?
1: Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and
0: The Truth app. It's decimating the black community. Yeah, because y'all don't eat right. So when you get sick because you don't eat right because you're overweight and nobody tells you because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings because we live in a world now where if you hurt somebody's feelings, you might get arrested. It's ridiculous. Idiotic. If you know you're not supposed to have certain things because you have diabetes, don't eat it. Oh, but it tastes so good. Okay. Okay. Tell that to your children and your grandchildren who won't see you because you decided to eat. Doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris.
0: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon Truth Roundtable. Nolita Franz, beautifully blended Mike Spaulding, managing editor of 620 WTMJ's Breaking News Center. Like when I used to hear that, and I didn't work here, I used to think this big, you know, monstrosity. This huge it room. Is. It is. And it's, it's like we're I, bi- I got a lot of people in there.
2: Yeah, we're big in stature. That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. It's like one of these uh, one-bedroom apartments in Milwaukee going for thirteen hundred dollars a month. <laughs> it's, it's big in stature, but just not in
0: size. <sighs> Wow. (laughs) That is a different way to look at it. So before the break, we were we were talking about um, jobs. And I was thinking maybe I need to go work in education, but I already do. But but when the but then I flipped the paper over and started looking at price paid by urban consumers and energy seems to be a little bit up for some reason. Uh, But we're not in a recession. You know, the the Biden administration said we are not in a recession. Now, I learned in macroeconomics that two <clears throat> two quarters negative gross domestic product means it's a recession. Like, technically, I don't know if that word applies because, like, you can be technically dead, which <laughs> is the whole point of being dead. So I don't know if technically flies. We're in a recession, and it looks like it's not going to get any better. Yeah, okay, so who – so, okay, we're in a recession. Right. All right. Okay. So no, now what? So now what, what do we do? Correct. Because we're going to have people that have been short for the last six months. Mm-hmm. What do we need to do in order to make sure we help them? I mean, if we really live in a country where we have to help people, the problem is everybody's struggling. I, I mean, except the Uber rich. Upper middle class are literally struggling. You know, when you get a three hundred dollar Electric bill, when normally your bill is like, I mean, literally, when my bill went over $100, and I have a fairly sizable house, when it went over $100, I was like, what? Are you kidding me? But when I got a $320 bill, and I'm thinking, dude, this is part of the summer. Why do I have a bill this high? This is coming out of the spring when I didn't have heat on, and I wasn't running an air conditioner. Mm -hmm. What are we doing? And if I'm looking at this, I can imagine that based on your occupation, a lot of people are hurting. A lot of people. But, but, but now let's connect the dots. We've got crime in the city. We've got an education system that's not really preparing kids to be able to work and make a decent-paying job. And we've got jobs throughout the country in the $11 million range, all, all different you know, from minimum wage and up, that are not being filled. How do we prepare people for jobs so that in let me see Nolita's like twenty years old, so by the time <laughs> <laughs> so in about forty years, Nolita can have her her um you know her her social security like how do we change that?
3: This has to be one of the most complicated conversations to have and i only say it because i sit here and you know to your point i'm looking at this paper and i'm just like this is this is crazy that this is where we are in 2020 like yes it's a recession inflation is through the roof everything is costing more yet your pay isn't necessarily increasing right. Right. um the jobs that were considered menial at one point, like fast food or dishwashing. I give them bonuses. Are, of right, are making money hand over hand over fist, and so <laughs> I is I sit here and you asked a very great question, and all I have is I do <laughs> not know. Like this, is, it's so tough because, like, what do you, where do you start? I don't know when you're right when you're in it. Like where we are, things are going to be. If we keep trending at this rate, the the things where they say go and get this education to do this thing aren't even going to be the jobs that are going to be paying Correct. the type of money Correct. that we are seeing some of right. these other industries making. And so everything will be affected. Our education system will be affected. Um this would be fine if these were still, you know, jobs that were unionized, where people would could retire and get their pensions. Like, but they don't have that anymore. So, ah, uh, we are. D- d- this is. I want to say we're screwed, but I don't know if you could say it on the radio. Like, we yeah, this is bad. Yeah, I think it's this, too late. This I think is it's too bad.
0: Late and you already said it. it's bad. It's well, bad. well, think 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 about this, and I'll ask you this, Mike. Mm-hmm. Meta, right? Mm-hmm. Going to technology, STEM is the place, right? Meta layoffs could hit as much as 10% of its total workforce. Yep. But they're calling it Meta hiring slowdown. Last time. <laughs>
2: That's why they pay their PR people making a lot of money. They're making more. <laughs> okay. They can afford this okay. energy price yeah. with something okay. like that. No, I you know what it it it's a kind of a ground up I think reclamation project. First of all, I I think just looking at some of these charts I know we're on the radio here. And
0: that's from the Bureau of Labor Statistics.
2: But in in the 20 in 2020 in the Midwest, people were spending an average of $19,000, $19,268 on housing. That's 38-ish it looks like percent on their housing. So right. I my my Heart and head always go towards there. How much is it going to cost me just to be, have a roof over my head? You know, and if you look at Milwaukee County, for example, and I'm sure the other counties aren't far behind. It, finding affordable housing is really hard. <laughs> yes it is. So when you're yes, so I is. think when you're talking about going to a fast food place that's going to pay you $2000 bonus and then jumping to a different place that might be paying you a bonus, yeah, that sucks for employers to have to go through that and as an employee I can't imagine that it's any less stressful, but you're almost doing that $2000 great so you just paid a month and a half of your rent cool that's great like now now what am i going to do because there's no place for me to live that's under $1000 right now in Milwaukee and if i want to work here well now i have to live outside of the community now i have to find a but like it, it's all these things that go into it but i think the bottom line is the wages have not been able to keep up and it's not just inflation right now like this was going on before 2020 right i mean we are Correct. We're, Correct. You know, uh, uh, the better part of a decade this has been happening and i think if you're looking at why don't people want to Quote unquote, why don't people want to work anymore? Part of the reason is because it just seems like it's impossible, I think, for younger people who are starting out to make ends meet when you have so many bills piling up and just finding a place to live is impossible. We make fun of New York because you have four people living in a one bedroom. (laughs) Yeah. Which obviously is the extreme example. I understand that. But you know, it's not far off here in Milwaukee when you're talking about comparable wages compared to housing prices. So for me, it always goes back to how much it's it going to cost me to live? And it's higher than it's ever been before.
0: Or just be homeless. Yeah, or just be homeless,
2: of which you can't work anyway because you have no home address for them to verify. So. Correct.
0: And there's nowhere to get you. Yeah.
3: You don't want to be homeless in Milwaukee, of all places, uh, which is cold at least 10 months out of the year. So I think that if you're going to, you know, choose the homeless path, you better, you know, set your set your uh, intentions Diego, on someplace a lot warmer than here. Definitely
0: not San Francisco, clearly.
3: No, I think they have enough. Yeah, um,
0: I think they I have, think have they, enough homeless in all of full. California. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting to look at prices, to look at occupations, the hourly wages that we make um, at some point. Something's got to give.
2: I think we're seeing it right now. I think things are starting to give. And it's people saying we're not going to work for whatever the wage currently is, which, again, kind of feeds back into the cycle of employers that are having a difficult time, A, finding people, but also B, being able to pay their bills. You know, I.
0: But if I can't get people to work to generate what I'm selling, then I can't pay my bills. And then they won't
2: go. No, it's, it's an ugly cycle. Right. If you I, if I'm not going to work for twelve dollars an hour. And I think, you know, in February or March of 2020, when people thought they had stable jobs as a bartender or a waiter or a right. waitress or, uh, you know, a manager inside of a restaurant, how quickly that job could just go away. Right. I think that really shook people, you know, in their, a little younger than me, I think, in their late 20s, early 20s, kind of just figuring it out do I want to pour myself into something that could just be gone in an instant and I think people are just reassessing what they want to do because if you look at unemployment rates they're historically low so people are working they're just finding other places to do that and I don't you know long term I don't know what that means if Amazon can keep growing and growing and growing but for right now yeah. that's you know where people are choosing yeah. to go yeah. that's why your local bar or restaurant has a, a for help sign always outside right. because you're just looking for employment other places.
3: I think it's definitely, you know, a a price war. People want to go where they're going to be compensated and heavily compensated. So, yeah, I'm not going to go, you know, sling burgers if I could go and Amazon and pack these boxes and and I'll make $30 an hour. Mm -hmm. It comes down to the bottom line. It's always follow the money and the money is You know, to Mike's point, I have to live. I have a family to provide for. I'm going to follow the money. I'm going to go where the money. So do you think
0: this will be a weird question. Amazon will ever end? No.
3: Mm
2: -mm. Heck no. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I don't no, know. No, no, no. I was just going to say their latest ad is they're getting into the um, the prescription game. Right. So you can they're, they're now get your, <laughs> right. your prescription. No, Amazon isn't going anywhere. What, they're trying anyway. to buy, what,
0: CVS Pharmacy or something? Or uh,
3: I don't know no? who they're who they're trying to acquire or how they're going about it. But now you can get your prescriptions, or you will be able to, because I don't think it's fully vetted just yet. But you'll, you will be able to get your prescription medication via the Amazon Prime mm-hmm. just like you get your whatever you buy on Amazon. <laughs> mm.
2: To to your point though Ken, will Amazon ever and I think the hiring boom will end eventually. Right. If if when once Jeff Bezos figures out how to get robots to do the same jobs that you're doing right now, then sure you're going to be able to ship and buy just as much stuff as you always have, but they're not going to necessarily always need drivers like they do or people to pick things from the shelves like eventually Right, their goal is going to be how do we be as efficient as possible? Because one of these days, ordering something on Amazon and getting it delivered tomorrow is not going to be enough. It, it, it's going to be I wanted to day. order it mm-hmm. same day. Wow! And who can do stuff like that? And who do you not to pay health insurance to? You know, is robots. So I do think that uh, the workforce will eventually change, and there's going to be an end there somewhere. But um, as far as their growth, no, I don't think so.
0: All right. <laughs> You're listening to the Truth Roundtable, Mike Spaulding, managing editor of 620 WTMJ Breaking News Center, along with Nolita Franz, beautifully blended. When we come back, I'm going to talk about something that I don't want to talk about because I know the room's going to, all the air's going to, all the oxygen's going to suck out the room, and that's, well, politics.
1: You are listening to The Truth Roundtable on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
0: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Truth Roundtable, Friday, Hour 2. Nolita Franz from Beautifully Blended, along with the magnanimous, the stupendous, but the most important thing, Redbird. Oh, yeah. Managing editor of mind. 620 WTMJ. <laughs> <laughs> we both graduated from Illinois State. So, you know, the greatest school in Illinois. But Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> was kidding. Of, uh, 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 not a word. Not a word. Nothing. <laughs> We're just kidding. Um, so... I voted early, I went in the first day, there were three people in front of me. I thought for sure, right, first day, it's gonna, people are going to be out voting. Three people in front of me, two people behind me. All the stations were open, people were just sitting there. And I thought, wow, when, like, I guess we're not going to get a lot of voting this time.
2: Day one of a primary, though, that's early. Things were going to change. Right. You could have had to spoil your ballot twice already. Think about that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. It wasn't hard, though, because we had electronic. (laughs) And so it kind of told you up front, if you do this, it's going to do this. And I'm thinking to myself, why don't you print that on the form when people use it? But for some reason, it just, yeah. But it was very efficient. I like the electronic voting. You can't mess it up. You can't like if you mess up electronic, the system will go boop, you gotta redo it, and it'll restart right it'll it'll reset a spoil ballot some people don't hang they feed it and leave. I'm like, but now your ballot is spoiled, and now you didn't vote because you you're not here to correct it things like that, and so i I thought that was interesting. Early voting is open in the city of Milwaukee, mm-hmm. everywhere has their own times and places it just always strikes me as strange that early voting isn't in the evening like when people are off work
2: oh I see that's Mm. just
0: dumb to me on a Saturday on a Sunday it
3: just no weekends either
0: just idiotic we try to make things easier you know well I kind of equate it to going to the doctor's office right the fact that I have to stop my day to go pay you makes me feel a certain kind of way and yeah. I don't think, yeah,
2: well, that, and I don't think people know that it's open. Right. Like, at all, like that's, it's even an option. I, I mean, you talk to people all the time who don't know, and we talk about early voting from the day it starts and, yeah. and yeah. you know, to the day, to election day, basically, and there's people that don't, don't know and then find themselves busy on election day and never get to make it to the poll.
0: Is that why we have low turnout? I,
2: well, I don't think that's, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the reason.
0: Because okay. Okay. I don't think people care. You realize we've had three elections this year, Mm -hmm. and each of them was for something completely different that wasn't connected to the other, and people cared about the one the least, mayoral, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, more people showed up for the mayoral than will probably show up for this. And you're doing the Senate. You know, you've got multiple things you're voting for in this election, and it'll have lower turnout than mayor.
3: I'm hopeful that people will be paying attention now that, you know, especially women, because we have a huge thing to start to think about um, with our electors, especially um, with, you know, Roe v. Wade. And and so I'm hopeful that there will be an influx in women voting um, because the right people being part of those conversations that are going to have your interests in mind, um, that's who you want.
0: But what if people are against that? Do they have the same privilege?
3: Sure. They can go Go vote.
0: And so I think one one thing I wanted to bring up, because we were talking about, you know, uh, fun, silly topics, like a third party. Like, we are so divided politically that I think there's the need for a third party that's significantly more moderate. I remember growing up. No, I remember the last Fifteen years. Everybody was in the middle, right? They voted, they ran, but then whoever won, people came together, you gotta to cross over the aisle. Something Sherwin was talking about today is that now you can't get people if you cross over the aisle, like you can't win. If you're a Republican and you cross the aisle and help a Democrat, you're out. If you're a Democrat and you cross the aisle and help a Republican, you're out. That's that's a recent phenomenon. Yeah, since probably
2: what, 2008. I was going to say 12, but yeah, yep. probably Obama. 8, 10. Right. Yep, Obama. Yep, yep, R- mm-hmm. right around those years. And right. there is no, as you're, you're right, everyone says they want a, a more centrist, moderate party. But they don't. Correct. But do you really? Because again, we go back to when we were talking about education reform and things like that. Reform and, and compromise is ugly. It's and my
0: reform it's my compromise i I get to say what that
2: is Uh, yeah i want the compromise to be compromising to me right Right. all the time and and you know you got to ebb and you got to ebb and flow and i don't know if the founding fathers ever thought we'd be where we're at right now where it is so politically divided i think on its face it's you know people being able to come together in a room who you trust to be able to have your interests at heart and i just over time it's eroded in Washington, D.C., but also mm-hmm. I think it's eroded on our end, that yes. level of trust. Yes. And again, yes. it's like, you know, if I keep getting burned by the iron, how many times are you going to just keep telling me to touch the iron? I- I- yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to trust you anymore. And unfortunately, I think that's where we're at right now. How do you put that toothpaste back into right. the tube? Mm-hmm. I think
0: if, if, and you don't have to say anything about this, I think if Roe v. Wade said, okay, all the women in America want um, are not anti. Are, are not. No. Let me get it right. All the women in America are pro-abortion. And if you're, if there's rape or incest, you can have one. Or if there's some kind of, you know, family, or you're going to lose your life, then you can have an abortion. Otherwise, absolutely no abortions. We would have more protests than we had with George Floyd. Flip it over. Same thing. The entire country from now on, it's abortion for everybody. The weird part about it is both of those factions lived together for the past, how many years? Fifty? Fifty. And it was, if you decide not to have one, don't have one. And if you decide to have one, that's on you, and that's it. And people accepted it, and it was fine. Something in the past 10 or 15 years has caused people to say, You have to think like me, walk like me, talk like me, act like me, vote like me. Or there's zero compassion, zero gratitude. We cut you off. I've seen families destroyed over things that was nobody's business but theirs.
3: Yeah. What I was going to say is that it's an influx in in folks not minding their business. Let's start there. Um, Being very, very much um, worried about. Uh, someone else's body in in uterus, but um, I digress. What I would, it, I, to your point, you know, uh, when Trump was elected, that tore families apart. You know, people were when the um. pandemic, when Obama, when
0: Obama was elected, it sure. Tore families apart. When the
3: pandemic hit, that tore families apart. Yeah. Folks who mm-hmm. believed <laughs> that it was actually a pandemic, and folks I who love you and I want to stay with you all the time, but not 24 that, hours of that. That there wasn't, <laughs> right? Like, oh, it's not real; it's a hoax. So I, I think there's a lot more that divides us than politics, um, unfortunately, but. Where we have to start being very intentional about understanding other people's positions, even if they're not our own.
2: We're big on labels now, right? I feel like it never was such a label-driven society, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. that I I don't feel like ever used to define your character, but now in the past decade or so... Mm -hmm it has come to define who you are which makes it really difficult to get past that like you know and i was but younger we've it.
3: well how do you yeah. how do you and let me just maybe shoot the question back to you mike um only because so if i know that and i don't want to go so far as to say a particular party but if i know that this particular party's ideals so who's the head of the party mm-hmm. who's kind of cascading down these ideas of, you know... As they
0: all do on both sides. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right.
3: Um, And I know that just at the core of who I am, that just does not align with me. Mm-hmm. I don't believe those things to be true. I think they're incendiary. I think they're, you know, bigoted or racist, whatever. I have the right... Or don't I? I guess I'm asking the question. Do, don't I have the right to say... I... I prefer if you keep that over there.
0: I agree with you on that one. But, but. but what does that mean, keep that me- over there? Meaning? I get to say what I want to say when sh- I want to say it where I want to say for it. For
3: me, yes. You, you're entitled to say what you want to say, how mm-hmm. you want to say it, mm-hmm. when right. you want to say it, right. the platform you want to say it on. I just get to choose whether or not I want to participate.
0: Sure. But I don't think anybody has ever
3: But we, But when you were that. saying we're labeling people, so right. I, the label is, that's not for me.
0: Yeah,
2: I just meant like the, f- the 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 forefrontness, I guess, of the label. I, I, I just like I, you're I, a you are a okay. Republican or you are a Democrat. Right. Therefore, right. we are now diametrically opposed mm. human beings without ever learning anything else. No, I we, mm. we I think that's a real thing where our parties have have drifted, you know, to the left and to the right so much to where it's like, I can't believe you side with this party that stands <laughs> right. for that thing. Right. Yeah.
0: the one thing.
2: The one thing, but like sometimes that one thing is abhorrent enough to your sensibilities to where you just can't believe someone that you like or were friends with or a family with that would also stand for that thing. So, you know, again, I I think it is the parties that have separated themselves and because of whatever reason that we thought it was better to go deeper into our left or right corners, Mm -hmm. that itself has just fractured us so much to where – I, I can see how it's impossible to see past those things because I, I can't believe that you support someone that stands for XYZ. And I don't think it used to be that way. Right.
0: Well I'm blaming your generation. I blame social
2: Ooh. media. Buffy, I'm
0: like, blaming your generation. <laughs> but, <laughs> Thank what, God we gotta take a break. <laughs> I got out of that one because she was about to light into me like, ugh. anyway, the great Milwaukee Urban League reminds the uh, you that the benefits of vaccination for children five through 11 outweigh the known and potential risk of COVID-19. Getting a COVID-19 vaccine can protect your child from severe disease, hospitalization or developing long term complications if they do. Get COVID 19. To learn more, visit cdc.gov. That's cdc.gov. We're all in this together.
1: This is the Truth Roundtable on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
0: You're listening to The Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I think we need to get on video and just leave the conversation afterwards on live so people can just listen. When the mics are off? Yep. Because Nolita be beating me up mercifully. I need some help. And Mike ain't helping today. So I'm just I'm just you, out here by myself.
3: You're going to quit lying to these people.
0: Hey, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I like, can really tell the truth. Come on. All right. So I've, I've, um, we're we're down to our last uh, couple of segments, and I, I have some questions for the both of you. All right. So that we can discuss some, you know, not so heavy stuff. Like, question: True or false? Can monkeypox be spread by trying on clothes or changing bed sheets? No. But
2: that's not a true or false. That's a yes or a
0: no. Yes or no. Really? True false. yes. Well. Look- See? News people. I'm just being honest. News people. Got to rethink that one. <laughs> no, it cannot. No leader. No. Actually, yes, monkeypox oh, can be now. spread by trying on clothes or changing bed sheets. While monkeypox can spread through touching contaminated clothes and linens, there are ways to clean and disaffect these items. The World Health Organization has declared it a public, you know, a global... Outbreak and all that stuff. Multiple people on social media claim monkeypox can potentially spread by touching bedding and towels that have previously come in contact with a person who has the virus. So the Center for Disease Control, the Environmental Protection Agency, the New York City Department of Health and Mental Hygiene, along with several other medical doctors and PhDs in microbiology, all say yes. It can be spread most often occurs through direct contact with a rash or sores from someone who has the virus, Mm. but it can also be spread coming into contact with the clothing, the bedding or other items used by the infected person.
3: So what does that mean for the hospitality industry? So hotels and thinking about retailers where you go in and try on clothes,
0: I'm ordering all my clothes from one of them, one of them, like, you know, how you order your clothes and you get it every month? A subscription. Oh,
3: a subscription Because otherwise, uh-uh. I just, I, it, it's giving me, it's giving all the vibes of the pandemic. Like, that's yeah. all it's giving. Like, you can't go in the store. You can't touch anything. And mm. monkey pox. I, I don't. <laughs> It it makes you concerned about where is the world headed? Like I don't even know. I thought I read something the other day that there was a confirmed case of polio.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, One. like
3: polio. How yeah. did? Yeah. When did it come mm-hmm.
0: back? <laughs> did, well, did, because we stopped during COVID. There are just certain protocols that stopped, and so it. It slipped in. I think we had one or two, maybe. But we haven't had polio two. in 40 it's years. A fir- yeah. It's a
2: first confirmed case of this um, this vaccine something case. It's like a special right. case. Right. But it's the first one in 13 years. Okay, So it's not like it happens you know, even every five years. Right. It's it very, very rare.
0: And from 13 years ago, it's been eradicated for at least 40, 50 years, maybe? That's what we thought. That's yeah. what
2: I thought. If you're Anthony hmm. Fauci, are you bowing out of this one? yes Mm -hmm. yeah right like going on vacation and just not coming back
0: right Right. yeah because all the stuff you told us is like gone um do you think we're gonna get Brittany Griner back i hope so like they're talking about swapping prisoners i found it interesting that Brittany just sat there but all of a sudden you found this other guy that you want back so now you're going to talk to him was was britney not good enough
3: and that's what I talk. That's what I'm talking about when I say protecting women like we treat, you know, black women, especially I am a black woman. So, you know, Yeah, but Paul it, Whalen is more important. It, he was no, a no, let's just let's talk about it. Let's call a thing a thing. And let's just say that if. This person was not an African American woman sitting over in that prison. Would she not be home sooner? And I, I see the memes on Facebook, and I see the questions. And as a black woman, I can't help but to to sit and take pause to that and say, that's that's valid. That's yeah. a valid comment to me. Yeah.
2: I think we will, you know, public pressure is a heck of a thing and so many eyes are on this now. I think it is sad that it's taken this long and that like you, Ken, said it took finding another person that we want to make it worth it to the government to finally sit down at a table and have this discussion that to me raises a whole bunch of issues and, you know, that I think you should be concerned with and that you have a right to be concerned with or even angry about, right? I mean it, it, it it's bad optics the fact that there was a non discussion. She went through a short trial, but a whole trial and there was nothing, nothing. And then it's like, oh no wait, hold on, there's a guy here. There's a there's <laughs> yeah. a guy wait a minute. F- hold f- on. Found wait, this we can guy. do huh. And now now it'll be worth it to us because the 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 swap that the U.S. wants to give back to Russia he is still the same bad guy that he was before when it was Brittany Griner. So that part doesn't change. So and you're, was still sitting there. Mm-hmm. And was still sitting there. But how does two American lives equal one <laughs> Russian guy? Like, that right. is a bad, bad, bad look.
0: Yeah. It's a bad precedent, too. Hey, if it's a black female and him, we'll, we'll just leave it. But wait a minute. We want this guy. Oh, yeah. Well, now we're going to move. Yeah, it's bad. Gonna,
2: it's just overall. It is just.
3: And I I don't know if it's if enough, you know, if the government is understanding the message that that sends and how that feels, yeah. how that makes a population of people feel. Yeah.
0: Not important. Truth Roundtable, Mike Spaulding, Nolita Franz. I don't know where Kyle went. Oh, there he is. Hey, what's going on? Come on in.
1: You don't want me to come in. Oh, it's like that. Yeah, I'm going to tell you you're all wrong. <laughs> I'm telling oh, you, wow. you're, all, you're all wrong. Wow. Because the, I, I was supposed to join today, but I just got back with Tori Lowe. Because the fact of the matter is Paul whalen has been in since 2018. Paul Whalen didn't get out with Trevor Reed. So Paul whalen has been in longer than Brittany Griner. So this, and then also to the point, there was a woman who was an American citizen who had uh, some things with um, Israel as well, right. who actually sat in jail for the same thing that Brittany Griner did for ten months as well. So I don't I am all with black women, but this this whole it, Paul Whalen came out of nowhere. Paul Whalen's been in longer. Mm-hmm. And Paul Whalen actually did something and served this country other than play basketball. So yeah, if you're Paul
2: Whalen, are you mad then if you're Paul Whalen? Yeah, he was <laughs> upset because he didn't get out with Trevor Reed. And he's been out for
1: he's been in for years. And so I'm just want to bring some clarity to this situation because the, the cause facts fact of
0: the matter is that's facts. Before we go to break, I'm going to let Kyle and Nolita talk about that off the air. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. When we come back, I got a question about something that is so bizarre, I'm, I'm almost afraid to ask, but it has something to do with the Loch Ness Monster.
1: More of the Truth Roundtable is next on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
0: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, along with Nolita Franz and Mike Spaulding and DZ and Kyle came in and highlighted everybody and corrected everybody and left. I still disagree with him though. Mm-hmm. Um,. 833 1017 is the number. So the Loch Ness Monster is a legend. Do you believe that it's even real? People have said they've seen it, and they don't. Well, now they found some fossil bones that they think is a plausible discovery of Loch Ness.
2: Do I ever think the Loch Ness Monster existed? Yes. So the fact that they maybe found a skeleton that belonged to her, right? right. We, we came to the agreement that it was a her. That's believable to me. Do I think she's still out there swimming around?
0: No, I think we would have
2: found her uh, by now. But, I, you know. I think
0: people would have disappeared, too. Who's to say they didn't?
2: <laughs> yeah. See? Right. They weren't here to tell their story because right. they're gone.
0: But somebody would have missed them? Mm, maybe not.
2: Okay, I'm done. Not always. I'm done. Look. <laughs> maybe they didn't tell someone. I, I don't know. Maybe they went out then for their family. Look, things were different back in the, so what, what, the what are we thinking? Now, like right. Early the 1800s. Family. There was no internet. Yeah. <laughs> so Ken goes missing. I want to go find Ken. Maybe I go missing. Everyone's wow. gone. Yeah, maybe they just left. Wow. I'm done. Well, it's okay. So they found the body. Then what? The skeleton <laughs> exists. Like 10 years ago, we didn't know dinosaurs had feathers. And now every dinosaur has feathers. You know what I mean?
0: Mm.
2: Yeah. Jurassic Park didn't tell us that. Is that it? Do we believe in Loch Ness Monster? Are we done? Yep. All right. Yeah, I do. Done.
0: (laughs) You know Jurassic Park wasn't real, right? Yeah, well, obviously, because none of those dinosaurs had feathers on them.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
0: There you go. All right. True or false, closing doors actually saves money on air conditioning? My mother would say 100%
2: does. I don't know. I was told by an HVAC guy that it... Does not, but closing like blinds does. Okay. But I heard closing doors doesn't, but look, that's just that's just what I heard.
0: nalita <laughs> False. <laughs> She's like, I'm just going to say the opposite. When One your, when your right.
3: electric bill is $1 million anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I really don't yeah. understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can leave the door open or closed and it's still going to be $1 million. So. Well, the answer is
0: false. Closing doors will not save you money on air conditioning and may even cost you more. However, it does save you money if you only have a single room air conditioner like a window unit.
2: Yeah, well, because your air conditioner works off where your thermostat is. So your thermostat's not behind a closed door. Right. (laughs) Then it doesn't matter how cold that room is.
0: He just logic. Like, nobody asked for that. It's Friday (laughs) afternoon. We're not looking for logic, sir. Like, making sense. Right. If it made sense, then our electric bill wouldn't be as high as it was anyway. Hey,
2: that's a whole other discussion right there. That could have been one of these talking
0: points, (laughs) the electric prices. Yeah, I didn't want to depress myself because, you know, it's just one of those things. Uh, Let me see if I can get it. What is that? Okay, I'm not touching that because I don't want to get beat up by no leader. Um, (laughs) True or false? Representative... Alexandria Ocasio Cortez was arrested at a abortion protest. True,
2: but it was politician arrested. Right. Yeah. Right. She was arrested. Yeah, but she wasn't, you know. Right. Like arrested arrested. She right. wasn't was face down on the ground, handcuffed removed. or anything.
0: Now you do know you cannot take a politician into custody when they're actually in session. Hmm. Like it's against federal law. I did not know arrest. that. To arrest. Really? Right. If if Congress is in session, you cannot take a member of Congress into custody.
3: Did not know that. Do you
0: know why? Because you'll disrupt the flow of government.
2: Because it runs so smoothly right
0: now. Right. That's not my God problem. Forbid. I'm not a <laughs> well, well.
3: Wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm.
0: Actually might have made it run a little better when a few people not there.
3: But if they
2: were under the threat of arrest, maybe it would work a little bit better.
0: You know? See, that's why I think, number one, we need term limits. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And we need citizen. Oversight? Not, no, no. Like, like citizen. My brain's not working. It must be Friday afternoon. Um Citizen politicians, not just politicians, right? You shouldn't go to D.C. and make $174,000 a year. You should go to D.C. and make like $70,000 a year. The median it's income. it's a part-time job. Whatever the median income, yeah. that's what you yeah. get. Like and a that's rent. Yeah, And you mm-hmm. don't get to stay there every day. We're not giving you a house. I mean, two apartments and travel back and forth home. And I, No. If like, you're going to be a you, – you're going to do it the same way the city – I think the city council should, even though they make, like, 78 grand a year, um, the same way the the, the um, county board is, part-time.
2: Yeah, you should not want to go to Washington, D.C. because it's going to, like, help you financially along. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that. I think that's where we kind of got screwed up, and I think that's where some of this celebrity mindset kind of comes in, you know, where we look at – an elected official kind of as like an exalted position almost when really you kind of lose sight a little bit that they are, you know, are quote-unquote employees when it doesn't seem that way. You know, we can't get a hold of them. And I think it's because they were given all these perks. I mean, is there a senator right now who's not, maybe not wealthy, but well off? Like, there, there's no None. more people in the Senate. The you don't make it that no. way.
0: I, I have an old saying that the Senate is made up of white male millionaires. Because you got to be a millionaire to. You're either a millionaire before you get there, or you're a millionaire after you Mm -hmm. get there. Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. They're not. I mean, DC's not cheap. Six years of one hundred and seventy-four thousand dollars a year is a substantial amount of money.
2: Plus, like, how often do you think? And I don't know. I've never been an elected official before, but how often are you paying for? You, the stuff that you do. You know what I mean? Like, are you paying for all your dinners right. you go out to? Are you paying right. for those hotel rooms? All that right. kind of stuff. Well,
0: you get a stipend for that. Like you, get, yeah. you know, like
2: Exactly.
3: But and people are smoothing, smoothing you all over yeah. the place. Well, so a, a, lot that's a lot of that's illegal.
0: A lot of that's illegal. So
3: they're a not doing it? Is that what you're trying no, to say? No, they're not all? doing that. Come on.
0: <laughs> you're held. Watch this. You're held to a higher standard, which right. I try to explain to people that there's no such thing as a higher standard. There's one. Some people match it Better than others, but the standard doesn't change for people. Illegal is illegal. You don't get to be more illegal or less illegal. That's just me. You're held to a higher standard. No, a percentage of people, certain types of people, don't commit certain crimes because they keep the standard. I think other people don't
2: rock bottom for some is lower than others but I think you're right with the the standard Right, Right. the the implications of your actions are a lot different for some than they are for others I don't know about the ceiling but I think the basement definitely is which is the whole (laughs) other if you have me back for one of these next time we can talk about that
0: all right, my last question before we before we end. First of all, I want to say thank you. We got about two minutes, and I want to say any any final things you want to say. Take about thirty seconds, Mike.
2: Oh uh, no, just thank you for having me. I appreciated the discussion. I usually am on the air for about six minutes at a time, so uh, <laughs> you know, being able to be part of a show uh, and having you invite me back. We only usually talk about serious things, so I would ask. Uh, If you want to invite me to a fun show, I don't know, does he do that? I don't know if he does that.
0: Yes, I do. You know, a more lighthearted.
2: I (laughs) I would appreciate it. But no, uh, Noletta, I never had a chance to meet you before, so it was great to hang out and uh, beat up on Ken a little bit.
3: It's wonderful to meet you, too. And even though I come here, and every time I come, I'm like, why do I do this to myself? I'm Mm. very excited and happy uh, to be here. Um, I do leave feeling like... (laughs) <laughs> this was all right. So thank wow. you for always including. Well thank me.
0: you for coming, both of you. I appreciate it. Thank you, DZ. But in our last minute, I gotta tell you, I am depressed. Because Klondike stopped making the Choco Taco.
2: Did you get one this week? It I wasn't did. that good. Yeah, so did I. Oh
0: I okay. did. What? Now see? All right, we're done. It <laughs> shows over. Throw everything out. Throw everyone out. Mm. <laughs>
3: y'all don't want to be honest about it, that's fine. That Choco Taco was not that good.
0: So the world revolves around you. Is that what I'm you're saying? I'm just
3: calling a thing a thing.
0: Wow. You're listening.
3: In this case, a nasty thing. you
0: <laughs> You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Tori Lowe shows up next. Make sure you check it out. Thank you, DZ. We'll see you over the weekend and Monday morning, bright and early. DZ and Mel will be coming back around at 7 a.m. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon, the Truth Panel. God bless. Take care. Have a great weekend.